Delicious. That's a wrap. It's a wrap. I'm sorry. Oh, I was sweetie. in the English mood till then. Well, we're in England. I feel like I'm playing the wrong national anthem when this episode is about Switzerland. Yes. But but we are in London, so I had to give the respects to the Queen. Yes. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna. Hope everyone's doing well. Welcome to another podcast episode. Another episode of A Sister and Her Mister. Today we're going to talk all about... Say it, Sirak. What? What are we going to talk about today? What you ate at Switzerland? In Switzerland, not England. (laughs) You fool. I said Switzerland. I told you to play Swiss music. Well, That's fine. We're in is it, what is the Swiss national anthem? Let's play it. Oh. Let's play it real quick. Let's see. Switzerland national anthem. Let's go. Here we go. England. Okay, we are done. Today's episode is about what I ate in Switzerland. <laughs> Let's start from the top. All right. Sorry for all the national anthem playing, but it's fun. We have fun on this podcast or else it just gets... You We're know. international. Might as well. Exactly. Well, babe, I guess let's let's kick it off with what we usually do, a little Q&A, mm-hmm. wins of the week, and then we'll get into what you ate in a day. Okay. First question is from Jody Marisa, and she asks, is it just spearmint tea or any other mint tea that helps with lowering testosterone and all the other benefits that we mentioned on that Instagram post the other day? I've read that green tea helps with lowering testosterone as well, but spearmint tea is the key here, not just any mint tea. It's literally spearmint because I used to think mint is okay too, but then I did a little research Realized it's all about the spearmint. Nice. Okay, that's good to know. All right, question from YouTube. Mm -hmm. This one is coming from Snigda. She asks, hi, sisters. I am not sure if I would get a reply on this. Well, you're getting a reply, sister. She says, however, I want to know for how long we can take Ovacetol. Is it just three months or forever? Thanks in advance. This is a very common question that we that we get um, when it comes to Ovacetol. As you know, that's one of our favorite supplements for PCOS and insulin resistance. And Ty, why don't you let us know how long? Well, it comes in a three-month supply. So you could take it for three months, but you could also take it for six months, 12 months. It depends how insulin resistant you are. And you don't have to take it forever. You take it as long as you feel like you need it. If you have cravings, if you have signs of insulin resistance, if you're trying to lose weight and insulin resistance is getting in the way, then yeah, you can still take it. You can take it as long as you want. I personally have it on hand in case I feel like I've fallen off the wagon. I need little assistance. Maybe I'm having cravings. It's before my period, something like that. So I always have it available. How long did you take it consistently before you got to the point where you didn't feel like you had to take it every day? Probably three months. Three months? Yeah. 
that is good. Actually, six, to be honest. Six. So, okay. We'll say three to six months. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, babe. And then the last question is from Sarah Cook196. She asks about a workout tip video that we had on Instagram. Her question is, what do you mean by steady state cardio? Does a circuits class count and how slowly should I be doing the weights as I tend to do them too quickly? All right, great question. Uh, so when it comes to steady state cardio, what that means is basically running as if you're on cruise control. So you're running at a steady pace. You're just jogging. You're not sprinting. You're not you're not like sprinting for 10 seconds and then and then slowing down and sprinting again for 10 seconds. Instead, you're running at a steady pace, almost as if your your body is on cruise control. That's the term steady state cardio. Now, a circuits class, it really depends on the kind of circuits class it is and the type of cardio that, that you're doing during then. But in terms of how slowly should I be doing the weights as I tend to do them too quickly, that's a really good question. So when you're working out, it's really important to control how you're moving the weights. Now, uh, a common mistake is when you drop the weights down really quickly. There's a mistake that I used to make all the time when I first started to work out. And the mistake here is that when you drop the weights down too quickly, maybe you're doing a bicep curl and on the way down, you just drop it down. You're letting gravity do all the work, which basically takes the work away from the muscles. But you can make the workout two times more effective if you go down slowly and let the muscles control the weight on the way down. Because now your, your muscles are activated on the way up and on the way down, therefore making the workout even more effective. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. All, All right. right. Moving right along. Time for a giveaway. We are picking a random winner from the podcast reviews. Sirak, hit it. Who's the winner this time? This week's winner is Zef Alien. She says, my faves, love this PCOS duo right here. Been listening, following for years and found Ovacetol through them, which is a life changer. I am so grateful to have stumbled across their teachings for so many reasons. Their tips, knowledge and recipes are amazing and their funny and down to earth nature is a cherry on top. The whole national anthem stuff, that's a down-to-earth nature right there. And she says, I especially love how Tallinn demonstrates how to eat a balanced and PCOS-friendly diet with mm. simple, healthy ingredients. Definitely a must-follow if you have PCOS. Oh, that's so sweet. So sweet. Thank you, Zeph Elliott. And since you mentioned Ovacetol, that's exactly what we'll give away for this week's winner. You will get a three-month supply of Ovacetol. Make sure to contact us at hello at PCOSweightloss.org, and we will get you in touch with some Ovacetol. Woo! Yeah. And everybody else, stay tuned. We'll be announcing a winner every single week again next week. Yes. All right, babe. On that note, let's go to our sister wins of the week. Yes. Amanda Vogel. She says... I made the Mongolian beef and broccoli for dinner and it smelled so good that I didn't take a picture and I was starving because I was starving. Both me and my husband had to split the last serving because it was so amazingly delicious. Totally making it once or twice a week and didn't take long at all. Nice. Oh my gosh. We love Mongolian beef. I know. We were actually talking about it yesterday while we were at a Thai restaurant. Yeah. We're like, I wish I had the Mongolian beef here. Honestly. And you know, the sisterhood recipes, they're always quick and easy. So even your favorites like Mongolian beef, like it shouldn't take so long. Who has the time to like sit there and do all these things for an hour and a half every night? No. Quick and easy. I used to make that one. 
Yeah. And every single month we add more and more recipes to the to the sisterhood. So it's an ever expanding library, which is what makes it really great. Ever expanding. All right. Next win is from Emily Jones from the sisterhood. She says, I posted the other day about being sick and felt like I derailed, although I'm changing my mindset about that now because it's just life and this is a lifestyle. Mm. I love that. She says, but I have a win to share. So even though I felt like I did horrible the last month, I kept taking supplements and y'all, everything is still good. And I lost another four pounds. Wow. That means since January, I have now lost 22 pounds. Wow. I still have a ways to go, but I'm so excited about this. And on top of it all, I'm feeling amazing. Keep up the work, girls. We got this. Oh, my God. I'm so happy for you. That's And that's so inspirational because I'm sure a lot of people, when they're going through the month, going through the days after days, you may feel like, oh, I'm not doing as good. Or maybe you're not keeping up with the consistency that you maybe imagined in your brain. Like, I feel like we all have that perfectionist mindset. Mm-hmm. where like, if we feel like we're not perfect, then we're not doing the right thing. But Emily just goes to show like consistency and focusing on the lifestyle is the right mindset to have. And yeah. by doing that, she's doing amazing. Like taking the supplements, she, she lost another four pounds and now she's up to 22 pounds. So Great job, Emily. We're so happy for you. Mm-hmm. Focusing on lifestyle. Amazing. Yeah. Taylor Mercedes says, going into week two, all of these delicious meals have been gluten and dairy free. I even found a gluten dairy free cheesecake at Walmart. So exciting. I'm doing it, sisters, and it feels so good. I have been pushing myself to do the workouts Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and finally got my Ovastol to finish off the week with a high to help more with the cravings and hormone balance. That's great. And she posted some photos of her meals, her breakfast, frittata, lunch, and dinner. And I just love how she is sticking to it. You go, girl. Taylor, week two. Look at you. Yeah. And it's a great, great win as we go into what Tallinn eats or what Tallinn ate in Switzerland. Yes. Kind of uh, showing what other sisters are eating throughout the day. It looks like she has an amazing day of eating. You want to break down what Taylor has on her plate over here? Yeah, she has a frittata and then something that looks like Mongolian beef. Yeah. And then a some, burrito for dinner or something and and a high waffles. protein waffle yeah. for another breakfast. Some rice with mm-hmm. chicken and vegetables over here. Great inspo. Love it. Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and D-chiro-inositol. This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. Are you trying to conceive? When you're in the process of baby making, you don't want to take a prenatal that's designed for a woman who's pregnant. They get expensive and have ingredients you don't need quite yet. 
Perinatal core is a prenatal focused on women who are trying to conceive. It contains the active form of folic acid, folate, as well as 2000 IUs of vitamin D. Also, it doesn't have any expensive ingredients that you don't need until you're pregnant. Theralogix's prenatal, Theranatal core, is especially for women with PCOS who are in the process of baby making. Check the link in the description for our 15% off code. Okay. Coo, 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 coo. What did I eat in Switzerland? As everybody must be wondering, what did Tallinn eat? Switzerland was a 10-day extravaganza of going from one place to the next every other day, basically. <laughs> like, we'd get to Zurich <laughs> two days later. We're leaving Zurich, you know? So it was a lot of hip-hopping around. And it's different than Spain, where we were able to, like, get comfortable and like find our favorite cafes and like continuously go to the healthy spots that we were used to. Now in Switzerland, it was hopping around and a lot of like just being flexible and trying new things. And I mean, I want to say like I couldn't exactly follow the, um, you know, eat the vegetables that I wanted to eat. Right. Like everything was gluten and dairy free, but it wasn't the balance that I wanted. So I felt kind of like heavy and like Ugh, like a lot of potatoes on my plate like what you know what i mean yeah and keep in mind this was like a very difficult trip not because switzerland is difficult but it was a 10-day road trip where we went to eight different cities in 10 days yeah. so that makes it even more difficult and i guess before we get into the details like since you're talking about you couldn't have a balanced plate what is your perfect pcos plate that would be ideal i like when half my plate is vegetables a fourth is protein and a fourth is carbs. And I like to eat my vegetables first, mainly, and, you know, and then the protein with it and the carbs. Wow, excuse the construction. Yeah, that is construction. That's wow. not me. Just everybody knows. It's as if they're in the apartment. Yeah. So anyways, I like... Oh, let's wait. Okay, now okay. we're <laughs> wait. Oh, no. Oh, let's wait for that. To... Let's wait for this gas to pass through real quick. <laughs> Whatever. So what was I saying? I like to start with the vegetables. I think it's better for blood. I know it's better for blood sugar control if you don't like eat your carbs first. So I eat the veggies and protein first and then the carbs towards the end of my meal. But in Switzerland, a lot of the meals, it was just carbs and a sausage. Like literally meatballs, mashed potatoes, roti and a wiener. Yeah. <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know, in Switzerland, a very traditional dish is called I think it's called rosti, which is oh, basically, sorry. I think, uh, maybe you said it right. No, no, maybe it's, you said it right. Oh, it's okay. Rosti, where it's basically like hash browns, kind of, like potatoes hash browns with usually like a cracked egg on top or some sort of cheese on top and some bacon as well. Like it's, those are all optional, but the base layer is basically like kind of like a hash browns to put it in simpler terms. But of course, it's a little bit different than that. Yeah. Which is, of course, like very high carb for you. And that's like the main. Yeah. Because it's like huge. So so I didn't eat it. You know what I mean? And then I was like, OK, I'm hungry and I feel like weird because all I had was like a sausage and some potatoes and I'm not full, but I don't want to keep eating potatoes. Like, what do I do here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So we started in Zurich. So let's start from Zurich. We went to a cafe as soon as we got there. We didn't do a lot of research. We, we were just hungry. We went, actually, <laughs> the hotel that we were going to stay at. It was a place where people were quarantining for COVID and we had like a oh, yeah. little fiasco because we had to switch hotels and demand a refund and like the whole nine yards and like walk with six luggages to a new hotel and we were hungry and tired and we just didn't do any research and went to a cafe. 
I was like, whatever. I always find something gluten and dairy free. How hard could it be? But there was literally nothing gluten and dairy free at this cafe. Yeah. Literally. There's nothing. Except for the beef tartare, which who's complaining? It's beef tartare. But like I wasn't in the mood for beef tartare. Like raw meat. Here's raw meat here's for this, you. Here's like a big pile of raw meat and a salad, which is great. Yeah. So I was like, all right, time, be flexible, whatever. Ate it. It was delicious. So you didn't really get your carbs with that meal? No carbs. Yeah. But that's fine. It could be low carb. I'll be fine. Yeah. If you um, like make up for it the rest of the day, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So that was okay. But like, you know, these types of things, you're traveling and like you can't control everything. You're tired and like you don't want to do all this research and like find a hotel and it's raining outside. You just want to go somewhere. I mean, a yeah. restaurant and you just want to go somewhere. So these kinds of things happened a lot because we were traveling. And um, in Zurich, I also had Swedish meatballs and mashed potatoes. Remember that pub thing we went to one oh, night? The, oh, what was that place called? I forgot. It was a really cool hip place. I it, forgot the name. Yeah, it was like like you walk in, it's all like these young people. I'm calling young. I hope we're young <laughs> still. But yeah. basically, like you walk in and it's it's like a cafe, but it's very like social cafe mm -hmm. and everybody's we backgammon yeah people were playing backgammon yeah. people were playing like there's like monopoly people were like all in different like bench seats yeah it's a really cool place like it was it's meant for people to just come together and talk and chill mm -hmm. but yeah we walked in there and yeah what did you what did you see on the menu yeah so i got meatballs mashed potatoes and veggies and when i tell you the plate was perfect half the plate was veggies and like a fourth meatballs and a fourth mashed potatoes i'm not even kidding it was so good and i even like asked for more vegetables i, I got excited because i was like finally and it took like 20 minutes because i guess we didn't realize the vegetables were fresh like we thought they yeah. like maybe had like you know like a bulk yeah. amount of vegetables that had been like sauteed but no like it took, it took another like 20 minutes yeah. yeah because i guess they were making it from scratch that was great so then from zurich we went to lucerne it was snowing. It was romantic. I felt like we were in a snow globe. Remember? Yeah, it was beautiful. It was not planned, by the way. The perfect setting. What? The snow? Yeah, like the weather. It's not supposed to snow oh, in yeah. April in Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. It was the perfect setting for an amazing meal we had one night. Well, I, the first night that we were there, we went to a restaurant right by the hotel. Gosh, do you remember the name of this one? With the music. Oh, man. No way, because it was like some... It was a complicated It was like a Swiss name yeah. and a German name. And I, there's no way I can like remember that. Yeah. I ordered something that was like bone broth with vegetables boiled inside. A big piece of bone marrow, like juicy bone marrow. I love bone marrow. Very so hearty good. dinner. And then like two wieners <laughs> sticking out of the plate. Like <laughs> it's just they're like big, too big for the plate. But that was great. Vegetables. Yeah. It had potatoes Super in healthy it. for you. And... I love bone broth and the collagen, all of that. So yeah. that was a great meal in Lucerne and musicians came and yeah. we had a great time. That was amazing because they this restaurant doesn't usually have musicians come and play. But this day they had this like professional group who was supposed to go to an event. But before they went to the event, they came to this restaurant, one, to get drunk and two, to practice and warm up before their actual professional event. <laughs> so if you were watching us on stories, you probably saw this. And these people were amazing. Like, there were, like, six people in the band. Some were playing saxophone. There was a guy on the drums. There was a guy with, like, the... What is the thing that you shake? The tangerine? 
tambourine. Tambourine. Tangerine. Tambourine. <laughs> and like they were singing like Swiss music. They were singing American. They're playing Go, Johnny, Go, Go, Go. And it was the most authentic experience I've ever had in my life. It was amazing. I will never forget that night. It was absolutely. And the bone broth and it all just in the snow outside. It was great. We yeah. had a great time. So again, like with hopping around here and there and not being in the same place for long enough to like get comfortable like yes it can get frustrating because i was eating like unbalanced meals or things that i wasn't in the mood for but at the same time we were coming across amazing experiences like this restaurant this bone broth soup you know like with the annoying comes the good <laughs> yeah so then from lucerne uh we went to Bern, and i didn't find much in Bern. i'm not gonna lie uh, we got a lot of room service. Do you remember? Yeah, because... I, I got feel like, like a minestrone soup. You got a burger twice, two nights yeah. in a row, remember? I know. I guess we, we we couldn't really go out that many nights in Bern because we were just like catching up with like, work, work yeah. basically. And we just had to kind of stay in a little bit. Yeah, but I do remember going out for lunch one day and having yeah. steak tartare again because they had nothing that yeah. was going to dairy-free. And the way... <laughs> I think at this point I was kind of like losing it and the waiter brought the food and I looked at it. And I kind of frowned because I was like, oh, there's no like, what is this? It's like a big pile of meat. No yeah. vegetable. This one had like one asparagus chopped up next to it yeah. and no carb. And who's complaining? It's I a felt- steak tartare, like obviously, but like I was hungry, you know, I know, and you didn't feel like eating steak tartare at all yeah. because again, this, this was at the Rosen garden, which is like the famous garden in Bern because it's like up in the hills. So you see the whole view of Bern and the menu, unfortunately, that had, didn't really have, like, it had pasta and linguine, all this kinds of like, obviously doughy stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the only thing that I guess Thailand again, Couldn't possibly order was steak tartare. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love steak tartare, but I thought it would come with like a salad, like something. It was like one asparagus. <laughs> yeah. It was a struggle. It was it a was. struggle. So then from Bern, we went to Grindelwald and we drove past this amazing restaurant called Pier 17. Oh my God. That was the best restaurant in all of Switzerland for me. It was. They had basically like a vegan. I mean, it's not, it wasn't vegan. They had meat too, but they had great options. It was healthy. It was vegetable base my plate was just like all vegetables and like smoked salmon on a bagel but the bagel wasn't gluten-free but whatever like the smoked salmon was delicious they chopped it up and mixed it with steamed carrots but but it wasn't just like the preparation it was the ingredients themselves Mm -hmm. sisters when i tell you this place the ingredients i have never tasted a tomato a tomato this good Mm -hmm. a lettuce this good like every single thing they had there was like the most delicious, most yeah. standard thing you could like. It was the most standard ingredient, but it was the most delicious way of that thing I've ever tasted in my whole mm-hmm. freaking life. And I think because so this was in the town of Thun. Thun is right in between Grindelwald and Bern, and it's a small town. And my theory is everything was locally grown in this town because when you're driving through, you can see sheep in the hills. You can see like these vineyards. And I, my, mm-hmm. my theory is... There's France nearby. Yeah, and, like, I think everything is local with no, like, long shipping, no transportation. And I will never forget, like, this was the best place I've ate. One of the best places in all my life in terms of the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Not even what I ate. I ate a bagel sandwich with a salad. 
and like every bite it was took you to heaven and it was so out. stimulating it was and the view of the lake we were like on a dock on yeah. the lake what's the lake's name uh lake thun oh okay. yeah and for anyone who's interested if you do go it's called pier 17 i will tell you right now you will not regret it get, get everything get, get a decaf want, yeah. latte with oat milk which is what i got get the smoothie get the salad get the salmon smoked salmon bagel that i got yeah they chopped up the smoked salmon and then they chopped up steamed carrots and then they mixed it so it's not like fishy do you know what i'm saying yeah. so they like mixed it with this vegetable it's just so good we even went back there like it was a 30 minute drive away and we went back there to eat again because it was that yeah. good i even put that smoked salmon recipe for the sisterhood like i put nice. it on the list to make it nice so then from Pier 17, we went to, I mean, we went around, we went yeah. to Thun, we did all the things. And then we, we went were to in, Grindelwald. Yeah, we were in Grindelwald, yeah. Just wanted to clarify. Where I don't think that they had so great that was a hard, was, wouldn't you say that was the hardest yeah. place to eat? Yeah, like there was nowhere to eat. Where did, what did we eat? Did we eat anything? I think Lebanese. Lebanese. Yeah, it was Lebanese. Yeah. But. We got like gyro. Yeah, basically gyro. But the hard thing about Grindelwald, remember when we went to the to like that breakfast shop in yeah. Grindelwald and it was like it's Grindelwald is basically like <laughs> a small mountain town right so everything you can imagine there's no like fresh food everything has been like shipped there and th you can't grow food there it's like a mountain town it's basically where people go to ski and snowboard because there was nothing else besides Wasn't just your hash brown your roadie thing oh, still yeah. frozen yeah I got roasty because I thought okay roasty is a basic in this country and I got it and it was like, you can tell it was a frozen potatoes that were thawed and, and microwaved. And it was not fully thawed out because it was like half frozen as I was eating it. Ew. Yeah. But we had no choice, you know, like here we are. We're going to like spend the day gallivanting, going up Mount Titlis or whatever. Like we were going to do all the things. Oh, no, that was Lucerne. We were going to do something. Oh, we saw the caves. We didn't have time to lollygag. We, we just had to eat and go, you know? So it was one of those situations. So, again, with the highs come the lows. <laughs> yeah. And that was Grindelwald. <laughs> and then on our way to Geneva from Grindelwald, we went to the chocolate factory. Mm -hmm. Absolutely delicious. Apparently, in Switzerland, the reason why their chocolate is so good, one of the reasons, is because they don't use milk powder. They use actual milk. And... I was like, all right, we're here. I'm going to eat it. Like, I'm not going to not eat. Yeah, we're at a chocolate factory. The chocolate. You can try some of the chocolate, some yeah. of the dark chocolate. I mean, like. No, I ate the milk chocolate. I was like, well, I go. was having a YOLO moment. I mean, Switzerland had a chocolate factory. Yeah, <laughs> right? Anyone who's listening, yeah. if you want to do that, you should do it. It's th so, it's about consistency, not about perfection. That's like the number one lesson I here. I had like four pieces of milk chocolate. Yeah. Wait, I split it with you too. Because we did a tour. Yeah, we did a whole tour. And at the end of the tour, they take you to this room where there's like a whole, like every chocolate you want to try out. He's like, here you go. Try whatever you want to try. Uh-huh. We tried our best not to do, but we, we tried almost all of them. Yeah, you know, it we was did. Like, but like not like the whole thing. It was like little tiny pieces. So you just take like one square and then me and Ty would like cut the square in half. And then we would just try like, hmm, I like that one. I don't like that one. And then we took a picture of each one. And then like when we went to the gift shop, we just basically bought like six boxes for, uh -huh. for a family to buy as gifts. And then one box for ourselves, of course. But it was an amazing experience. It was amazing. And I'm not going to even like think twice yeah. that I had dairy or sugar or whatever. Because yeah. whatever. It you was so good. You don't need so to be perfect. Good. It's about consistency. So anyways. 
so what what were we saying the chocolate factory was so much fun there's a bunch of chocolate in the luggage i stole a few pieces not stole but like took it from when the we were room. sampling i like took it <laughs> put it in my purse anyways and then we went to montreux which i loved montreux reminded me of the south of france so beautiful the flowers everything and we didn't stop to eat here but i was pretty hungry so what we did was we were walking and we saw this like sushi spot this to-go sushi spot and i was like oh perfect super easy so we just got some sushi and that was filling enough to take us to the rest of the drive to geneva so then in geneva we had some gyro that was delicious we had some japanese food that was delicious we found some good spots there yeah and we also well sirak tried fondue because <laughs> like i've been wanting to try fondue the whole time in switzerland and obviously like it's all dairy it's basically melted cheese yeah it's not something that i would order because it, it, they don't just give you like a bite-sized fondue they give you bring you like a bucket of fondue <laughs> with like potatoes and bread to eat it with and i, I can't i don't want to eat that much so luckily you're not sharing it with anyone like other people would yeah exactly usually people like share at the whole table mm -hmm. but um at this one restaurant I, i told the guy hey like my wife isn't gonna really eat it is there like a small portion so he brought a half portion which was nice and you tried it yeah i had a couple bites yeah i had to we're in switzerland <laughs> have you ever had fondue before no i don't think so i don't remember unless it, i i vaguely remember being a kid and it was at a wedding once but i don't think i've ever had it so how did you like that one bite Or one or two bites. It was good. It didn't like blow me out of the water or anything. Yeah, me you too. Know, it was totally normal. But cheese is always fun. It's delicious. Yeah. I didn't. Per I personally didn't like feel like it was anything extraordinary. Like if I if I was back in Switzerland, I would I would not order yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those one time things. Yeah, I feel like it was missing something. Like it was missing like a some. Kick. Yeah, a kick. Yeah, it was yeah. like too like bland. bland. And, and no disrespect to any Swiss people. I'm not trying to disrespect. I'm just letting you know at this one place, that's how it was. No disrespect. Yeah. So that was that. That's our trip. So that it? trip. Yeah. Geneva. And then yeah. we came to England. The one thing in general, though, for anyone who's like thinking of traveling to Switzerland, it's totally doable to be gluten dairy free and follow some of the things that we talked about. I would say Geneva was the easiest place to eat because they had the most diverse selections mm -hmm. of different types of restaurants. Like Geneva is basically like a melting pot of restaurants, it feels like. There's Japanese, there's a lot of Middle Eastern food, there's a lot of like French, there's a lot of burger joints, etc., etc. The second easiest was probably Zurich, then Lucerne. Bern, we didn't really travel through the city too much to, right. to give you an accurate one. But the hardest was definitely Grindelwald, oh, basically yeah. up in the mountains. So if you're going to go to Grindelwald, you want to be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had snacks the whole time. Before we left Spain, I brought a Ziploc bag of carrots just so we can save and green beans so we could have some vegetables and then a bag of nuts. But then we finished it by the end of the 10 days and we were kind of falling apart in Geneva. So we went to Migros. We yeah. found some stuff. <laughs> we have some hilarious photos. We have photos of everything we talked about. And I guess the day you hear this, we will go ahead and post it on Instagram, PCUS.WeightLoss. Mm -hmm. So be sure to check out our Instagram, PCUS.WeightLoss. If you don't follow us there, we're going to post pictures of... The gyros, the, there's a picture of me eating f the fondue <laughs> with this long fork. It comes with this really long fork, which makes it really fun to eat. We should have bought those long forks. I know. Why didn't we do that? I, such know, I mean, because we're never going to eat fondue, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> 
We even okay. have pictures of us at the at the chocolate factory. This is really fun. Fo- some really fun photos. Your steak tartare. <laughs> oh yeah, from Burn. Yeah. So any any other final conclusions you want to give before we end the podcast? In conclusion, this was very fun. Yeah. And like I said, there's highs and lows of doing a trip like this where you're hopping around everywhere. Maybe I could have been even more prepared with my snacks if I was coming from like a home, like my actual home. You know, like if we were leaving Newport Beach and going to Switzerland for 10 days, I probably would have prepared differently with like more snacks. And I didn't have enough Ziploc bags in Spain. Like I, there was like limited things that I could do and bring with us. Yeah. So that could have uh, buffered a little bit. But it was great. I loved sure. it. I agree. So I guess that is today's episode talking about what Tallinn ate in Switzerland. And I mean, stay tuned. In the coming weeks, we'll do a England version, a London version. Right now, we're in London for another week or so. And then we're going to go to West Yorkshire and stay in the countryside where there are sheep. We're so excited for the sheep. That's the only reason I'm excited is the sheep, actually. In the reviews, it said the sheeps think that they're dogs. Yeah, which I'm so excited because I love dogs. And I've been wanting a dog for like ever since like my dog passed away. It's been this place in my heart that's hmm. been empty that can't be filled. I'm sorry, I I'm sorry. Can't I, that's no shame it. to you, Tony. By the way. <laughs> okay. Okay. We have a meeting. We have a meeting with the supplement company manufacturers. Yes. So exciting for anyone who's wondering. The supplement company is underway. We're getting started. We're getting really close to now the NSF testing, where the NSF, if you don't know, is a third party agency that basically helps the uh, quality checks and does a testing of ingredients to make sure that they're 100% accurate and the whole manufacturing process is perfectly basically clean and sustainable we're getting ready to start that process which is the most important thing because as you know it's not just about what supplements you're choosing but it's also about the quality and the grade of that supplement and how that really affects the effectiveness of that supplement yeah exciting 10 minutes. Let's roll. All right, let's go. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you soon. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.